Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast for September 28th, 2016. It is your host, David Palermo, here. Find me on Twitter, at NumbillsFan. I am usually the guy, always the guy, to respond to you. Any little promos could be Deacon, too. Uh, yeah, I only I only reply from that account when I forget to sign it, sign it out on the laptop, so meh. You can follow me, though, your co-host, Adam Deacon, at Numbills Adam D on Twitter. And if you can't remember that, shoot on over to NumbillsFan.com. We got you. There's links. It's simple. You can check out all our episodes. And uh, we got videos. We got articles from our main man, Scott Campbell. He's been writing for us the last couple of weeks. Good yeah. stuff there. Make sure you check that out. And... Uh, you can uh, check out episodes of our live Facebook show that we do with our good friends from BillsForLife.com. We do that every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We actually just wrapped that up about an hour ago here. It was a good time. Yeah, come interact with us. If yeah. anybody wants to come trash talk with us or throw some stuff on the wall, hope it sticks, do whatever you got to do. It, it, you know, come interact. Enjoy your company. We'll enjoy your company. We can talk about hair, skateboarding, or really just the Buffalo Bills. So, hey, you know come what? Come on down. You know what? Speaking of our friends from BillsForLife.com, Bills play the Patriots this week, and they got the uh, lowdown for all the Bills fans that are headed to Foxborough this weekend. If you're trying to tailgate, with the wildest traveling pack of Bills fans around, head on down to Route 1 Liquor Mart at 29 Washington Street in Foxborough. There's a big tailgate party going on behind the store. Kicks off about 9 a.m. Game's obviously at 1 o'clock. And if you're out there in, you know, this foul, hostile Massachusetts atmosphere, you're going to want to partner up with as many Bills fans as you can. Let's face it. So get down there, check it out. Pinto Ron will be there. He's hitting the road, never misses a game. From the Red Pinto tailgate, hammers lot for every home game, you already know. Pretty stoked to also uh, remind you, we are part of PunchDrunkSports.com. Follow them on Twitter at PunchDrunk. Uh, PunchDrunk is a podcast initially with uh, Jason Team. And, uh, actually, sorry, Jason Tebow and Sam Tripoli and well-renowned Ari Shafir. And they talk sports, anything sports. They had Mickey Gall after he won the UFC fight. He's a regular caller prior anyway. That was, that was a great episode. Right. So they, they, they do it awesome. They're launching a, Pun Trunk Sports is launching a, pretty much a, a podcast for every sports team, and we are covering the Buffalo Bills. We're representing our Buffalo Bills on the pod, on the podcast channel coming at you. So coming soon, more info to be announced. But again, check out PunchDrunkSports.com. And Punch also on Twitter, hit them up. They, they, 
get involved too. They exactly. Have, They'll reply to very you. Very active on that Twitter. So they do a live show too, which is great. You can call in. We gotta get a call in line for ours. Last time I called into a radio show was WCMF, and I, and I just came in and I just bombed. And then I asked how Tyrod Taylor smelled because our friend Michael Sawyer suggested I ask Tommy Mueller. That was not the last time you called the radio station. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, I killed my confidence. No. Remember, we were driving home from the Giants game. You called WGR. Oh, wait, I did. Yeah, yeah, all right. What are you doing? I wish I, I I'm a lousy producer. Else I would have had. That yeah, everybody's in, everybody in the van. No, you should tell them you're no Bills fan. No, we shouldn't tell them anything. I want to get my damn take on the air, and huh? I didn't even have a good take to get on the air, anyways. But whatever. Communication. Yeah, they, they were like, "What do you want to talk about?" Dave says, "Communication." Call screener's like, "That's it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a different. Awesome. It was a different take, but again, numbillsfan.com. Billsforlife.com. Check those out. Punchdrunksports.com. Awesome stuff. We're ready to dive into this Patriots game. And honestly, if you haven't checked out our last podcast, podcast number 80, we had a great time talking about the Cardinals with, or, or the Cardinals in the state of the Bills, especially other than the quarterback position, with our good friend Nate Geary from WGR 550, who also hosts the overtime show on WGR 550 after showing up in the Bulldogs' initial postgame show. So check out Nate Geary. Great insight. Great thoughts. The kid actually paid play quarterback. He knows what he's talking about. He breaks it down as deep as ever. So, again, check out Nate, podcast number 80. Scroll back one in your feed. And if you don't already, we are on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio. We're on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. Find us. Facebook Live, 7 p.m. Wednesday nights. And if you want, watch the videos previously and send us a message. Share with your friends. Let's get into this Patriots game. When you hear the New England Patriots, what do you think initially? Shitheads. <laughs> I mean, I'm, if I'm being honest, shitheads, Brady swallows. I, I'm just like, I'm, it, it's boots. that team that was like really, really, really historically bad for a really long time, Spy and then got historically really, 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 really good at winning football games and Super Bowls and the division. And ruining my life. At the age that we can actually give a fuck about sports and understand what's going on. Thanks. Like, I remember watching Wide Right. Like, it's not out of my memory. Like, I remember, like, being, like, very upset that the Bills lost that Super Bowl to the Giants. But, I mean, that's really pushing it. I was... I I just turned six. So I was, like, my son's age I do vividly remember the home run throwback. And I'm like, there is no fucking way that... That ball was backwards. No way. No way. And people can say they scientifically proved it. No way. I'm sorry. It ain't scientifically proven. There was a dude who was on the John Murphy show, drink, because I always say that. Um, and he said, I forgot who it was. He was like, I was there in the press box, lined up exactly where that pass was. It was behind the line of scrimmage. And what do you know? 
As I always say, the refs have been screwing the Bills forever and everybody else. See every team in the NFL. When I think the Patriots, I think, how are we getting at wild card spot? And I hate thinking that way because it's not the way to get there. The easiest way to get to there, as in the playoffs, is really win your division. Yep. Damn it. For the first time in a long time, we've looked at this schedule with Tom Brady being out game four and thought, hey, the Buffalo Bills should be able to beat the New England Patriots. If the Patriots can go two and two, maybe one and three, God forbid not three and one or four and oh. You want to know what's funny? You want to know what's funny to me is if we win this game, so many people who are wrong still get to be right because so many people were like, "Oh yeah, we'll be two and two going into week five. Marcel Darius will come back and we'll be we'll be at two and two. But now we got to beat a Patriots team to make that come true. And you know they were talking about the other two games. You know they were talking about the Ravens and the Jets. Right. So I mean, I mean, I hope we pull this one out. It's an important game to me. Especially dropping that one to the Jets. We got to strike now while, while the getting's good. But they're, they're not giving us any, any hints, man. They're doing us no favors for, for game planning. What, what's a quarterback and, and who is theirs? Exactly, exactly. And, and when I really look it over, you, you start hunting down the wild card spots. Now, like, where are these wild card spots? I'm already looking at it like, okay. Oakland and the Ravens are playing. Who do I want to win? Now, if Oakland stops the shit out of the Ravens and we could beat off Oakland, that's great. But yeah, if but the then Ravens, you're like, wait, wait, what's the rest of their schedule like, though? Oh, my God. But <laughs> no, no, not even. If the Ravens beat Oakland, you start thinking, oh, shit, we got to beat Oakland, definitely beat Oakland, because that's going to be a tiebreaker down the line. Yeah, um, that, that's a very good point. Exactly. So, Did you hear that on the John Murphy show? No, I didn't, actually. I, I just, <laughs> three games in, I'm already like, oh, my God. How are we going to get there? Because, really, it is about the playoffs. Let's be real. I want to get in that damn tournament. And not for but you nothing, know what? I like that you're, you're looking how we get there and not who we're going to draft next. I'm so sick of these. I can't believe people were actually using the word tank in week two, talking about the National Football League. What the hell is wrong with you? This is a billion and a half dollar team and you got to sell tickets. You can't tank. You can't stink. You can't sell 30,000 tickets to these games. You got to you got to let these players make a name for themselves. Give- the cream will rise to the top. And it's and I think we're at that point now. We have good momentum coming off this Cardinals win. Some some of the people are off the ledge. There's still people out there, oh, you know, we can't get it done. We need to be more productive in the passing game. Okay, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, but it, it's not wrong to enjoy a victory, and it's also not wrong to say, hey, we have some things to clean up. But for some reason, most Bills fans think that they are that they know better because it's like at this point with 16 years, no playoffs, 
you could say that, frankly, everybody should just start taking shits on everybody's chest and rubbing it around because that might make it easier to get them to the playoffs. Who well, knows what, what theories you have, but you could pin almost anything. Oh, well, the Bills got Terrell Troop in the second round. Look at look at uh, Gronkowski. Look at him, Hall of Famer. Oh, Bill Belichick's a genius. And it's like, I'm sick of hearing it. There's a new year every year. Every team is different. And I'm not just going to throw eight months of seven months of six months or even three months of optimism away over two to three games. I'm not. But we will feel like absolute dog shit if this team loses to the New England Patriots. I can't. There's no it, way I can disagree with that. You gotta knock these guys down while you can. Right. And you know, with the with the game last week against the Cardinals, the big storyline of the week was the offense. Greg Roman getting fired, Anthony Lynn taking over. That was that Rex was, putting his balls on the line as we right, say. Right. And uh that was the big storyline. But man, for me, that defense looked just as revitalized as the offense did and we were firing on all cylinders and it all paid off the pass rush was effective they got pressure on Carson Palmer they sacked him a bunch of times they they you know broke his they broke his uh focus and our secondary cleaned up on it with four interceptions and that's that's how it needs to be one one hand needs to wash the other here and I think we're finally starting to starting to you know get the timing down. You don't you don't get to have that. Nate brought up a great point about that game, and you know you're talking about sacks and interceptions. Well, guess what? The interceptions didn't really come until the Bills are already out to a huge lead, anyways. So, you know, Nate brought up a great point that what they ran with seven defensive backs, that crazy formation with seven DBs one middle linebacker, two outside linebackers, and Kyle Williams as the sole defensive lineman. That's a pretty crazy-ass formation. And what's amazing is this is what you get when you are patient and you get guys to buy in. If you can get your team to buy in, you can start doing crazy things. You have to, to, to crawl first before you walk. You have to walk first before you run. Okay, now you got the players on your page. You hear an, an interview with Aaron Williams, and he's like, "Yo, I was stoked when I saw when I saw that that game plan come in. We were like, all right, cool, and, and, and now you got this. But the thing is, is seven defensive backs on the field, are you going to show that with, with Bill Belichick? Because seven DBs on the field, especially when you're playing from behind, it was like a perfect interlocking it was the matchup the Bills needed was the Cardinals. You have a quarterback that holds on to the ball for a long time. The quarterbacks that got rid of the ball really fast against the Bills last season, game over. The Bills were getting torched, especially early on in the season. Well, yeah, and I mean, that that was what got us last time we... Uh... Last time we faced the Patriots there, you know, we came we came at them hard, but... Ultimately, their tempo is what beat us. Their ability to dump the ball off and get four, five, six yards. I mean, Brady was getting the ball out like two seconds or less on a lot of these plays. And you could say game two is even the tempo that the that the Patriots put on the Bills at the end of game two that, that really had the Bills lose the game as far as the Pats game for, for last season. So really... 
what's this game come down to? What is Bill Belichick's stock thing? What do they say about Bill Belichick besides he's a genius, he's the best ever, why don't you shut your fucking mouth? You're not Bill Belichick. You're not... You, you got to keep his, your mouth shut. You shouldn't be talking. Coaches who talk, players' coaches don't win. You got to be you, like in the most boring system ever. No. Yeah, it's a question I don't want to let it just float off into rhetorical land. So what's it going to take? Here's what I think it's going to take. This game is going to be won by whoever adjusts better on the fly. And that's got me nervous because uh, Belichick's got a pretty good history of exactly that. But we don't know how Anthony Lynn's going to look through the air moving forward, Getting hopefully getting Sammy back into the mix will change the dynamic, sort of. I mean, we had a very productive game against the Cardinals. The ground attack was potent, but the Arizona Cardinals' defensive line was also depleted. So I don't think we'll be able to exploit you know, the interior line quite quite the way we did with Arizona. But at the same time, you got Anthony Lynn up in the box. We're getting the, you know, up in, you know, he's he's getting these plays in way faster. They got more time. Shady's lining up deeper in the backfield, seeing these plays unfold, and he, find, he finds a gap and he, he cuts right through. And you're seeing this Bills team run plays now like options, like – Seeing Tyrod Taylor take that ball, make his reads, run with it. But, you know, everything I'm saying about the Patriots and what they need to do, it applies to us too because I'm not going to act like I'm not worried that LeGarrette Blount's going to come out and just terrorize, you know, the Bills the Bills front. You know, I, that guy's dangerous once he breaks to the second level. He gets a lot of really big runs off and – we got to keep that under control. Another thing we got to keep under control: penalties. And it's the same. It's the same story every week. But hey, I said it. I'm not going to dwell on it. They can do better. They know they can do better. Rex says it at the podium. I say it on the podcast. It's getting redundant, but penalties done. Unless you got something on penalties or no? Yeah, no on penalties. On penalties. Uh... Yeah, the only thing I'm going to say about penalties. Same thing. I, I feel like I say it every time. Jerry Hill, Jerry Hughes, chill out, bro. You know what's weird is 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 with penalties. This game that the Bills just had, it wasn't, um, it really wasn't super badly timed penalties. Now, even though the Bills were up, even when they were up three scores, a couple scores, of them though, where uh, where Jerry Hughes ripped off Carson Palmer's head. I mean, well, I mean his helmet, but you know, I was. Kind of... I definitely wasn't yelling in the stadium. It's not his fault. He didn't strap his helmet down. And then you watch the replay and uh, <laughs> uh, <I was> like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, it was a little savage-like. But you, somehow with but penalties, hey, you know the, what? The, the, Bills didn't, the penalties didn't come this game at a, at a really bad time for them. That's the deal. They had a lead. They had a comfortable lead for most of the game. And, and actually, they never trailed in this game. And we were up three points, and Scott next to me, Scott Campbell, he goes, we're winning, man. I go, boo, we should have freaking drove it but in. But, hey, hey, you know what? I'm going to say this. All right, so it's 15 yards. It's an automatic first down. But you're going to flinch every time you snap the ball after a dude like Jerry Hughes tries to rip your freaking neck. 
I mean, he just tried to he tried to be head dude, and I like it. I mean, I don't like the penalty. I don't like the penalty number at the end of the game when I look at it, but it's uh it's cerebral. Do you I think like there's it. a do you think there's a thing with coaching where where maybe that's encouraged but it's not encouraged? You know what I'm saying? We're like, all right, we got a comfortable lead. Start rattling this dude. Let's start hitting him. And no, they never did that in New Orleans. Yeah. So but no, you know what? I wonder that because I always think like, oh man, here comes their here comes their star running back guy, break his legs. They're like, how can we get how can we get Brady's shoulder out of its socket? You know, like like I think about that, and I don't know if that's just because I'm like, you know, I, I just want to see that championship. I want to see that Lombardi. What up? Well, at the same time, if if you really look at it. Let's be real here. Like, how many times have you watched the Bills and the Patriots, and you do get Brady off his spot? You do not come around, and then somehow, somewhere else, the team lifts you up. I can't. I feel like the list of running backs that have run on the Bills from the Patriots is like a list of ex-girlfriends or girls that you banged off MySpace. You can't remember her name anymore a decade later. That's happened to people, and it's like I, I can't remember all these no-name running backs that like the Patriots caught later in the year, they'd have run for a lot of yards on this team, and it's it's disgusting. LeGarrette Blunt is, is a force to be reckoned with. I loved him in Tennessee. Loved. I hate That's so weird when people say that. But I liked him in Tennessee when he was behind Chris Did Johnson, you, and he fell and he fell because of attitude problems of being a dickhead. But did you love him, or did you I love him. him. Uh, oh, let me tell you something. I loved him. He runs downhill. Like hardest. with both hands or just one? He's what the Bills, he's what I wish the Bills had, and, and don't let his size fool you. That dude gets off. That's what she said. That that dude gets off. They call me the protractor because I hit the angles. And that dude just, like, gets up <laughs> and just blasts people in the mouth. Like, he don't give a fuck. He's coming at you hard. And that, honestly. Yo, it, I'm so confused now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm gutter-brained. I can't help it. When you lack, you have to make up in different areas. You know, like sometimes when I'm watching football and they start talking about like penetration, I'm like, oh no, did I, did someone unpause my laptop? And I'm like, oh no, 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 that's not what they're talking about at all. <laughs> oh, is that my, is that my Apple Watch going off again? Good thing yeah. you got that Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah. Bill Belichick is going to seek out your weakness, okay? It's not a good thing. I think he's going to take this Bills team. We're talking about, I, I want to transition into running this, so I went off on this LeGarrette Blunt thing. You have seven defensive backs on the field. Guess what? You're what? getting run on. You're getting run on. So I expect a totally different game plan out of the Buffalo Bills this week. Now, that doesn't mean that the Bills will not deploy their seven defensive back look again. I just see it happening one way. And Deacon, to give Deacon's credit. Who, me? Yeah, you made a point earlier that this team needs to get out before we went on, on the podcast. You, you were shooting the shit, and, and you made out the point that this team needs to get out in front early. And I piggybacked on you saying, yes, if they can get out front early, Make this team one-dimensional. And that's the goal of every team. 
But if you can make no, this I mean, that's young a, that's a winning roll the ball. That's a winning game plan in any city. In any sport. 17 weeks of the year. In any sport. Name a sport. It's always oh, better yeah. to get ahead. But but what I'm saying is... Yeah, get an early lead. Maintain that lead. If you could cancel out LeGarrette Blunt, you can now bring out your seven defensive back front. And, and, and who knows? Maybe you got to have the seven DBs out there. That's really your what you want to depend on, which I think they have the right attitude of guys as defensive backs to do it. What They're, I like about Rex Ryan, though... Not to cut you off with the seven DBs. What I like about Rex Ryan is he's the kind of coach where you can't you can't really expect to see that same look two weeks in a row. We might not see that, that exactly. same package again until week six or seven. I feel like this defense has gotten very, very, very tricky. You ready for something that could be totally ignorant? What if what if Rex Ryan tells them run the ball on us? And he has the seven DBs out there, which could be nuts. And he says, run the ball on us. Now, keep in mind, the personnel is not the same. At the same time, you have safeties and defensive backs that have a chip on their shoulder. The, every single safety on this team is a tough dude. Every single safety on this team is tough. Very tough. And, and most of these safeties were also cornerbacks in previous lives, like Robert Blanton, like Aaron Williams, Corey Graham. That's pretty damn sweet. Yeah, I mean they're tight on setup though. You gotta, you gotta watch out for that. You know, I, I, I mean, what obviously, if they stop, what I'm saying is, is what if they did stop the run with but, that personnel and like, what if Rex Ryan dictates says, okay, run the ball. I mean, let me see if you can, and then they get cute, and it's like, wait, we expect, you know what I'm saying? I think Rex Ryan expects this team. He said it in his presser to run the ball pretty much down their throat. Until you can, I think Belichick's going to come in there. Until you can stop the run, I'm not going to believe you can stop the run. And that is really when you wear down the defense. Oh, yeah. And then you open up the play action with, and the reads that these quarterbacks make in whatever system was with the Patriots. Come on. It's mind-boggling who they've been throwing in this year. It's mind-boggling. But if you can make, if you can stop the run, now you can make this team one-dimensional, and now you can unveil, if you haven't already, this thing I'm currently obsessed with, which is seven fucking DBs written on the board. Exclamation point, question mark. Like, really? That's incredible. This is why Rex Ryan was brought in. Cutting fucking edge. Get your head together. Don't be a douchebag. This team is bought in, at least on defense that we know. Actually, we should say offense, too. This team is bought in. You know what I like hearing? Is that, again, more words have come out like this team got together on their own. And this is coming from, um, shit, who was it? I forgot who said it. It was either Deuce, I think it was Deuceville on the John Murphy show. He was saying that the team got together themselves, all the players, and had a nice little meeting, yada, yada, yada. And yada yada did their thing. And and when you're having a team get together like that, as corny as it sounds, that's a big deal. That shows they actually give a shit. And that's all I care about. Are they trying? Well, guess what? Against the Cardinals, back against the wall, the entire nation doubting them, all their own fans, you Buffalo Bills fans are the worst fucking fans in the world sometimes. And guess what? They punched the Cardinals right in the face. And they kept going 
It was great. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor didn't throw over the middle. But that leads me to my next point. If you stop LeGarrette Blunt and you make this team one-dimensional and you do get the ball back, what are you going to do with it? I thought Charles Clay would have a monster game last week because Tyrod Taylor needs to figure out the middle of the field. At the same time, did they come up with a game plan that complemented, especially with Sammy Watkins and and, an up-and-coming dependable receiver, super dependable receiver, trusted receiver for Tyrod Taylor, Greg Salas? Did Anthony Lynn come up with one of the greatest game plans we've seen against a, a team with that kind of power? Think about that. Really think about that. That defense for the Cardinals, you go through the personnel and the secondary, especially. I mean, Tyron Matthew, that kid is awesome. I mean, absolutely awesome. I think Patrick Peterson is the best corner in football. That You know, Tyron Taylor got picked off, and that, that ball was right in front of me on the sideline. You know, section 300, row 6, 331. And... It was cool. It was, like, really cool. Seeing Larry Fitzgerald grab a ball. You know, it's so cool seeing these great players, you know. Seeing Larry Fitzgerald grab a ball, almost about to hit the ground off of a catch, just having that kind of awareness. But what I'm getting at here is I thought that the way the defense of the Cardinals play, I really really felt that the middle of the field, they would make Tyron Taylor work the middle of the field after you establish a run. Now, there were a couple drops in the middle of the field. As well, where Tyrod did put the ball in a good spot for these guys and stone-handed them. Point being, Bill Belichick is going to make Tyrod do what he can't. Playing out LaShawn McCoy, if you got him in fantasy this week, good fucking luck. I would sit him. I would not even play LaShawn McCoy. that's bold. I'm serious. If you got the Browns running back, I would pick that kid up. Uh, Duke Johnson Jr., pick that guy up. And I don't even think he's a starter. So, But he puts up consistent points. He put up 11 points every week on my bench. So, and I could be wrong. Don't fact check that, but fact check that. Don't fact check any of this. Charles Clay. This is the guy that if, if, if it clicks for Tyrod Taylor this week to throw over the middle of the field, I expect, Tyrod, I expect Charles Clay to be used heavily. But again, can we expect the flip of a switch overnight with a quarterback especially? You don't know. But let it progress. As long as we're winning games and figuring it out, that's fine. But let's be real. If this defense does stop the Patriots' offense, the offense needs to do something with the ball. If not, we will see them looking just tired like they did against the Jets. So, really, can they sustain drives? That's what the Bills did against Arizona. They sustained drives. Right. They, they got back to basics. Let's they were, keep doing it. They were a little bit behind in time of possession again. But, hey, I mean, that's not the be-all, end-all. Just, you know, it's just one more thing to take into account. But, you know, they were still, I think they were about six minutes back on that. So, I don't know if Rob Gronkowski is playing. Don't fact check that. I, I, imagine... I, don't, I don't have any box score in front of me. I'm just trying to remember stuff I saw earlier this week. Same here. I've, I've, been, I've been looking forward to, to doing the New England show that I'm, I'm having to push out the Arizona stuff to make room. I only I, I only got a couple megabytes left up in the old brainy there, so... Uh, well, at least there's a, you know... At least there's a hard drive. And I need to... 
I need to defragment that thing. Jeez. It's been a long day, man. I'm my brain is fried. It's been a long week, but I got to say, I'm curious to see what uh, word is. Nobody knows who the quarterback's going to be. Nobody. And, and, and Brissett there, third stringer, he was seen without anything on his thumb at all, which supposedly was injured, and then a report said he wasn't, and yada, yada, yada. You got Jimmy Garoppolo there. He's not even wearing a sling. I'm wondering if, if Bill Belichick told these guys, like, yo, when the media walks through this building on, and watches practice, you better get your ass numbed up and make some throws, even if it's just a couple. Look alive out there. Do something. I do not trust Bill Belichick at all. And, in fact, we're going to look back on, on, on this little four-game thing in a decade from now and be like, wow, I wonder what happened there. And former players are going to come out, and they're going to describe what the hell happened. You know, because, really, I think it's one of the it's going to be one of the best-kept secrets in sports. Because what do you do? You have... If you're Bill Belichick, now you got Rex Ryan look at quarter, looking at film for two quarterbacks. At the same time, I canceled that out saying, good luck on a Rex Ryan defense as a young quarterback. There's and that's that. a fact. There's that. That's and, why he's here. And either or, I mean, there's not, a, there's not a big body of work on either one of those guys. And, like, Julian Edelman, what do you got, like, two passes in his, his college tape? Like... I don't. I don't even take that shit seriously. I do, and I think it's actually a genius option. There was another guy on their team too, who was playing quarterback too. I forgot. I might have been a tight end. So I look at it like this: if maybe, the they'll Bills, just, maybe they'll have a rotation. If the Bills can cancel out Lagarde Blunt, they'll be sweet. They'll be really sweet. At the same time, this team is known for pick routes. This team is known for a little shit to happen. But I really believe that they could also go hand-in-hand with Chris Hogan. And allegedly, Bill Belichick likes to to get touchdowns with former Bills players against the Bills especially. So there could be that. Then again, it's also with Tom Brady. So Yeah, but I mean, I look at I look at their personnel and they got they got Chris Hogan, who we know is physical. They got, you know, they added Martellus Bennett this year. Dude is is huge. I'm worried. I'm worried about coverage on these big fucking tight ends, man. They do damage out there. One thing they did well was against the Cardinals was they really started jamming these guys and getting up in their face against the Cardinals. But you're talking two different. You're talking smaller, or not smaller, you're talking a, a, a receiver in Fitzgerald who's now primarily in the slot, and then you're talking Gronkowski in that same area, or you're talking Chris Hogan and, 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 and Edelman. It's like Fitzgerald or was Martellus a hell of a... Bennett. Yeah, it's like Bennett and Gronkowski. You, you, how are you going to hold these monsters down? You're not. You're not. But if you could keep this team passing and show exotic looks... Whether that's putting one guy in man and dropping some guys in exotic zones or, or however way you want to do it. I don't care if Kyle Williams decides to play fucking safety. Do what you're told. Do it. You know? And, and oh, by the way, I can't wait to watch Kyle Williams play again. 
Yo, I hope we see Jerry Hughes covering Gronk a little bit like we did last. That one play down the sideline last year was stride so for stride. Yo, he was right there. It was beautiful. I want, I want, I like that matchup. I want to see that one more time. Just once, though. I don't, need, I don't need, I don't need to test that theory a whole bunch. Like, let's you know. be real here. This defense played awesome against the Cardinals, and, and I cannot wait to see what the Buffalo Bills unveil against the Patriots. I'm so hyped about this team right now. I am so just talking about it. It's making me – I'm more excited about this team now, 36 minutes in, than I was 35 minutes in, than I was 10 minutes ago, than I was three days ago. I'm just thinking about all the guys who made plays on defense last week. We've been talking about this for like almost three hours now because we went live on Facebook tonight at 7. Check out our Facebook page if you weren't watching live. You can catch the replay. It's a good time. Um, but if you're listening to this, you know, you got our take. But yeah, we've been talking about this for like three hours. And I'm just, I'm over here like getting more and more like pumped up. Like I'm really talking myself into this being a winnable game. Now there's some people who say there's no fucking way it'll happen. Most of those people <laughs> work in the fucking media. But I am talking myself into this. Hey, no one, no one thought we could win last week either. Not one single expert was picking us in their picks. It, it's just weird. You look at our Which board. led to a great Jordan crying face meme, by the way. Uh, maybe I'll post that on Twitter again Did you later. make that? No, 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 no. That wasn't me. It, it, I did make that Richie Incognito all-you-can-eat pancakes meme, though. That didn't... You did put a T in his name on accident. Ah, I fucking suck at everything. It's okay. It's okay, but I'm gonna I, blame autocorrect, even though it was probably me. I look at I look sometimes at, I get I I just get smoking that shit, man. I lose I lose control of my thumbs. Hey, man, I don't know what happened, man. Look, I look at I look at things like this. You think about that defense. You think Aaron yeah. Williams. You think you think Corey yeah. Graham getting a pick, stepping his game up. You know our friend Greg Moore says he should. Never mind. Check out Facebook Live comments. Uh yeah, tease. <laughs> so, graphic. Graphic, <laughs> graphic content. Preston ahead. Brown and especially Zach Brown. Zach Brown is everywhere. Tackles for loss. I mean, he is covering guys pretty decent. This kid is awesome. And keep in mind, this was the plan before the Bills drafted Reggie Ragland. So give Doug Whaley credit. This guy was found cheap. We talked about him last podcast. And I and you got a special teamer, Lorenzo Alexander, thirty three years old, who has a sack in every game this season. You have, get out of here. Zach Brown has thirty four tackles, tied for first in the league. Yeah, that's this defense that's shit. is looking cool. I can't wait. I, I I love when things aren't so just vanilla. And you just got to beat the man in front of you. You know what? You got to beat the man in front of you and do a little homework. And I can't wait to see what Anthony Lynn comes up with. What do we see positively offensively? We saw Shady McCoy have a hell of a burst. We oh, saw, yeah. Ty- saw Tyrod Taylor, this offensive line. Actually, I should say, saw the offensive line really gel. As Nate Geary said yesterday, uh, last podcast, podcast 80, um, he was saying that he, he thinks that John Miller had a hell of a game. He couldn't believe how well he played. And I love seeing this offensive line improve. And right now, 
Rex look, looks like he did the right thing, and the players seem like they feel good not having Greg Roman around. And give credit where it's due. If the Bills knock off the Patriots, if the Bills knock off the Patriots this week, it's going to be a great feeling because the Patriots really make us just feel down. We've been wishing for that wild card spot. I want to win the division. Fuck this fucking wild card. Fuck thinking about the Steelers in week three. You know, anytime you see an AFC team, hope they lose. Like, really, you can't predict anything in the NFL. It's so game by game by game. Even the Patriots could catch some bad luck and go on a string of losing games. What if Tom Brady comes in cold and just loses games? Who knows? Because Tom Brady's got that chip on his shoulder still. He could be banging six awesome models at the same time. Probably does. He's still going to have a chip on his shoulder for being a six-round pick. Let's stop on this team while we can. Bill Belichick is going to seek out your weakness. If McCoy can't do it, which they're going to try, the Bills are going to try, if McCoy can't do it, can Tyrod do it with his arm? Can Tyrod make those throws over the middle? Can this defense make this offense of the Patriots one-dimensional? They're going to have to, man. That's what I want to see. If, they, if, if the Bills' offense can sustain drives, anything can happen. I'm excited to see it, but if they if Bill Belichick watches what the Ravens did, you know, Rex Ryan said it back, hey, there's a way to stop mobile quarterbacks since early in the day, and that's exactly what the Ravens did. That said, we have a new offensive coordinator, flip the script. These guys have bought in. It's a different, this is a different looking team right now. It really is, and I don't think I don't think we've seen even a fraction of what what they're going to be what they're going to be doing. I'm sure they're going to install more as as the season goes on. They talked about cutting the volume way back, and they're going to figure out what works and what doesn't, and like build off of what works. I'm pumped for it. Find us on numbillsfan.com. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter, Dave's. At Numb Bills Fan. I'm at Numb Bills Adam D. We go Facebook Live every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Brought to you by BillsForLife.com. Check out the Red Pencil Tailgate if you go down to games. I will always, I don't want to say appearance like I'm a big deal. I'm fucking nothing. But I, I, I at least but pay my respects to stop there. down. I just end up there late all the time. It's a hell of a walk, and my walk is way worthwhile. To then waiting in traffic. So, you know, I, I usually don't pull up till about 10, 15, 10 o'clock. I'm a little bit late. We try to leave here at 8, but I don't know what happens. I always fuck up. So, All right, and check again, us out. Yeah, and again, if you're headed out to Foxborough for, for Bills and the Patriots this weekend and you want to tailgate with some Bills fans, head down to the Route 1 Liquor Mart at 29 Washington Street in Foxborough. Party starts at 9 a.m. behind the store. Sounds like a good time. I wish I was going. Behind the store, huh? Yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've done some, some CD things behind the liquor store, but this sounds, this sounds like it's going to be a bunch of awesome Bills fans doing awesome Bills fan stuff. So check that out. Check out our partners over at punchdrunksports.com. We will be representing the Buffalo Bills as, the, uh, as they roll out their, uh, 
their podcast, you know, their sports podcast channel. In the meantime, check out their check out their you know main podcast, Punch Drunk Sports. At shout Punch out Drunk on Twitter. By shout the way. out to those guys. They're they're up on iTunes. We're up on iTunes. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Find us, subscribe, watch us live on Wednesdays. We have content everywhere. Not to cut you off, we have content everywhere. If you go on Snapchat, you'll see some fun shit. You go on our Instagram, you'll see real life stuff. There's there's other, you know, we're we're, we're we go to the game. We're just we, a couple of dudes. Yeah, and, we just love. And we'll this show team. you what it's about. We just love this team. And again, thank you for all the support, past, future, and present. Without the three people listening to this, like, you know, I don't know if we'd still just talk to ourselves. We probably would. I don't know. Who, who's counting? Not me. But again, numbillsfan.com. If you want any kind of content, we have content everywhere. Just anything you can think of, just find it. Please check out our Facebook Live video. It's awesome. We have a great time. Not too many dick jokes, but we try to fit them in. And if you can, numbillsfan.com, billsforlife.com, punchdrunksports.com. Get it. Check out our last podcast with Nate Geary. We'd get into a lot more things besides Tyrod Taylor can't throw over the middle like every other thing you're hearing about. Who gives oh a God. fuck? Nope. Let's win Nobody. this game against the Pats. Numbillsfan.com. I'm Dave. Find me on Twitter at numbillsfan. That's Adam Deacon. Num. But I was gonna say numb balls, numb bills, Adam D. It, it's all the same. All right, it's your, it's your guys. See ya, cheer. Give me a chat. No. Cheer. Nope. Cheer.